Yeah, well, yeah. 15 Big Ones was the album that they made as Brian's comeback. Yeah. It was really just a bunch of, it was mostly covers. It was mostly like early 60s covers yeah. with a few originals. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do next because we're going to make a comeback at the same time. Gotcha. Brian did, yeah. Yeah, not, I mean, not, the, not their best era, but. Okay, boys, take one. Dum 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 Put on your baggies and raraches too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group hosted by your boys. I'm PJ. And I'm PJ. And we're the... And we're back. (laughs) We we fumbled that up, Pete. (laughs) It's been too long. It's been far too long. It's been so long we barely remembered how to start our own podcast. I mean, Which is to say that we did everything exactly right yeah. before I decided to say that I was you. Right that, after you said you were you. Yeah. That might be the first mis- mistake we've made yet yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. That's probably true. We have autocorrect on in the recording software. So yeah. it's really good at catching stuff mm-hmm. before it goes to you, the listener. Yeah. So to your guys' ears, Did you ears, mean 1972? And we did mean 1972. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're pretty infallible, yeah. you know, according to you guys. But I I think the listener would be surprised to know that we occasionally flub. We we occasionally we, drop a word yeah. here and there. I mean, we'll we, say brain Wilson. I mean we're because <laughs> everyone knows there's know, no brain. When there. when we're reading the script, sometimes yeah, you know, you you flip a few letters around. Yeah, that's true. Well, PJ, how have you been? I've been good. You know, just got back from army. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Because I I believe I was drafted. Yeah, something go, no, I was teaching. You were teaching kids Spanish in Vietnam. In Vietnam, <laughs> yeah, you were drafted to do it though. Yeah, so, so that's a big deal. Yeah, I got but back from. I'm Army. glad that it went well. Yeah, it's it, nice. it went incredibly well. Um, yeah. Thought there'd be a lot more gun action, but hmm. you know, don't. well, as a teacher, you should be armed, and we know that. Don't so. tread on me. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was telling me a story. Um, their friend. This is good. Had, we already don't know what yeah. to say. <laughs> Their friend had a don't tread on me license plate because they got it in like 2013. Naturally. And he just got it because he was like, cool, a snake. And then after uh, some stuff happened and everybody was getting those, he was like, oh, no. And he had to re-register his car. Don't tread on me. Has that become a, uh, I mean, it's always been a libertarian sort of flag, but has it become more toxic It's like a gun rights, that? Oh, okay. Trumpy okay. kind okay. of stuff. Gotcha. That's unfortunate because that's yeah. a cool flag and it deserves to have cool people flying it instead of... It does. Lame wads. Oh, I support it. Let's not get it. too political, but yeah. some people are lame, PJ. That's true. Lame wads, yeah. even. Kind of like that lame stream media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know. All right. Well, my summer was good, too. Thanks for asking. Oh, um, I didn't care. Okay. Moving on. Um, well, I did want to ask you a couple questions about your summer, PJ. Yes. Did you listen to the Beach Boys over the summer? I I can honestly say I didn't listen to the Beach Boys a I, single... No. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Like two weeks ago, I was driving around, and I yeah. was like, I put on the good, my Beach Boys playlist. Yeah, your best of. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... And you rocked out? I did. Yeah. It was actually when I was coming to pick you up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. PJ picked me up. My car was in the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, my Woody. Yeah. Or actually... Oh, 
we should have written some stuff down over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) I have another car, but my Woody was in the shop this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, had to, the wood paneling, um, termites got into it so yeah. i had to go get the wood paneling replaced well, and pj gave me a ride back and yeah. forth and the surfboard nice fell off off the top of it, so you needed to get that <laughs> i needed to get that rebolted <laughs> yeah yeah that's right um i didn't really listen to the beach boys either which is you know obviously somewhat ironic given that it's the summer the season yeah. of the beach i mean down here in anaheim it's summer all year long. 24 7 baby yeah, yeah we we live in sort of an endless summer yeah uh, my favorite film so um it's you know the summer isn't necessarily any different of a time to listen to but for most of you listening out there you know i know we have a lot of flyover country listeners Mm -hmm. um a lot of midwesterners a lot of those who just you you know you can't wait for the summer to come so you can feel like you're part of the rest of the country yeah yeah a lot of rednecks farm kids a lot of tools a lot of backwards ass hats yeah a lot of people like that yeah (laughs) yeah horse girls especially man they love the beach they love they love the beach boys um so I didn't really listen to them that much either. And I think it was a little bit, uh, to be perfectly honest, just because we'd listened to them so much for like months on end. And I wasn't really ready to skip ahead to the newer records yet. And so I felt, I just felt good about the Beach Boys. Yeah. Just didn't feel like I needed them in my life for a little bit. But also, the last album we had listened to was. (laughs) So. That's not true. It's Holland. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. You're misremembering, friend. Oh. Holland was the most recent one, and then we did a little best of wrap up episode, and that was it. I just remember the last era not being great. Oh, that's yeah. interesting because maybe it was good. Yeah, I, I think recorded evidence would show that that's. Here's that's the thing wrong, about podcasting: is I'll say some stuff, and then mm-hmm. I'll edit some stuff later, mm-hmm. and then I'll forget entirely about it. Oh, yeah, it's common. Yeah. Um. So, but it, it sort of worked out a little bit naturally just because yeah. between our last episode of talking about Holland, if neither of us really listened to the Beach Boys, it's almost like we are experiencing what those who were alive, I mean, I was alive then yeah. um, and lived through it, but I'm just a young, you buck, weren't. Yeah. Young. And, and a lot of our listeners aren't, as you know, uh, we're really big in the 18 to 24 demo. Yeah. Um, almost exclusively so, women too. I don't know yeah. what that's about. Yeah. Women, uh, diverse young millennials is yeah. really our, our demographic yeah. and our advertising reflects that. I think it does. So it, 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 knowing what beach boys fans felt like for that three year period from 73 to 76, where they could only see, uh, here, I mean, their favorite yeah. band, uh, live on tour coming to their city four times a year. I got to assume yeah. <laughs> they toured pretty extensively <laughs> yeah. for a few years there. So, um, but it's kind of good. Like it makes it feel like we're actually excited for you know Brian and the boys to be to some, be back in our lives. Some after might be a break. saying we're making a comeback. Same. You time. know, if the episode title of this isn't Brian and PJ and Pete are back, yeah. then <laughs> someone's screwing up in the. One of our interns is screwing yeah. up, man. We do have a new intern. We do uh, for the fall. Not allowed to talk on the microphone. Nope. Not allowed to name either, no. which is why, like, we tried to get them. We can't even really say gender. Not that it's not that yeah, gender not matters, that it matters these days, yeah. PJs, and that's fine. These diverse young blends. But uh, they're <laughs> part of the part of the contract to work here was to sign something that you would be on air, help produce the show, yeah. and like kind of be a third talent because we kind of wanted to bring in a little mm. a third voice and stuff. Yeah. And somehow, <laughs> the person we ended up hiring refused to sign that sheet and. It sort of just fell through the cracks, but they ended up being hired anyway. Yeah. I don't so, know how that works. They, and it's not that they don't want to talk on, on mm-hmm. air. It's that they're in witness protection, and they have a very right. distinct voice. It's Takashi 6 yeah, it's Takashi And 6ix9ine. welcome, Takashi. Thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah. 
So he's uh, he's here actually in between appearances in court at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate we, the judge letting him come out here. We've given him a toy microphone, so he thinks mm-hmm. that he's on air. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no. we should say we have no affiliation to the Nine Trey Bloods. Well, maybe never you will. don't. Speak for yourself. Okay. I don't think we want to get into this. For um, life, baby. I'm hard as fuck, Peter. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. Uh, did the Beach Boys come up at all this summer, PJ? Did you have an opportunity to flex your Beach Boys knowledge? I met a lot of new people this summer, and uh, they all asked, like, oh, like, uh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, what are you interested in? And I was like, oh, I have a podcast. <laughs> they're like, what is, what is it about? First I'd, mistake. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, it's about the Beach Boys. And they're like, oh, you a big fan? And I was like, no. No. Yeah. Uh, that confused people a lot. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend still does not understand why I do a podcast mm-hmm. about the Beach Boys if, if I don't like them. Yeah. It's not the most straightforward thing, but uh, also... It doesn't make sense to you. Fuck off. So No, I, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, mostly just I went on a family vacation and all of my extended family was very interested in the idea that I was doing a podcast. Yeah? <laughs> so, yeah. Like, uh, oh, a podcast, huh? You can just do that. Where was your family <laughs> vacation to? Disneyland? In No, actually up in oh. Oregon. Oh, and uh, oh, yeah, it was my. the cold, the cold beach, yeah. as I call it. Uh, like all of America's fake beach. All of America is separated into three zones: mm-hmm. hot beach, cold beach, flyover country. Yeah. <laughs> so I was up in cold beach for a while uh, with the fam, and uh, it's pretty good. That's good. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, clearly, you earned enough money mowing lawns to, uh, you know. Well, I paid off all my podcast. credit cards. Yeah. No, well. I mean, really, the deal was we're still being bankrolled. Uh, thank you, mom and dad, uh, by Love my you, fund. But it was more that I just I worked hard enough this summer that I could continue to get, uh, you know, my credit card. Um, continue to get a credit card from them to put yeah, this all on. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one of those fun credit cards with that you can like upload a picture onto? And what's no, your picture of? Uh, I have one that's made of solid stainless, uh, or I mean, sorry, excuse me, solid silver. <laughs> Oh okay. Yeah, we they didn't quite spring for the solid gold. I guess it didn't go for it. According to that's my um thirty third birthday. Uh, Jesus's birthday is ah. when you get the gold credit card. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're big into religion. Yeah, I mean we've this podcast has always been big into religion. If, yeah, if nothing, that's true. Just like the Beach Boys, it we is love, under the we love God the Christian uh Christian talk show. Is that right? Yeah. In iTunes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Right next to Joe Rogan, exactly. <laughs> it's Joe Rogan, <laughs> us, and then the Chris Gethard podcast. Yeah, and that's the top five hundred though. That's yeah. actually not the Christian. Oh, is it not? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Christian is. Um, Who's Christian? Oh, he was that guy. Did you see Midsummer? Uh, no. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I saw a lot of movies I, this summer. I experienced Midsummer. Mm, yeah, a lot of people did. It was like the rest of the summer. Yeah. But more, did it feel like more that there were equal parts of the summer on either side of you? No. It should have. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's pretty much, that's what it should feel like. Yeah. So, I don't know mm. about that, but. All right, interesting. Well, PJ, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back with Me the too. Beach Boys. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to get to some segments? I think it's about time we get to some okay. segments, PJ. All right. All right, so we're gonna ask the listener. So this is a live vote. So jump on yeah. Twitter if you're listening live right now, and we'll have a we'll have a little vote up. So should we start with news, listener mail, or some beef? 
and we'll wait for the numbers to click in. We'll we'll edit out the gap. Yeah. We'll wait about an hour for people to vote and jump back on mic here. Okay, so we're back. We are back. And uh, it looks like about um, 90% of the two votes. Not sure how that math actually works out. Um, Maybe one person was... They must have voted more than once. More clout or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they would just switch Twitter accounts (laughs) and vote again, I guess. Uh, We have Beach Boys News. Beach Boys News. You know, in that break, I probably should have double-checked what our song is for Beach Boys News. <laughs> that would have been a little, maybe, maybe just a little bit. You think so? This podcast would go smoother if we thought You know, it's been stuff. a long time because I forgot what album the Beach Boys News song is on. And we have some Beach Boys News. Beach Boys News. So the big Beach Boys news over the summer, PJ, uh, was something that I don't know if you were aware of, uh, although it surprises me that you weren't, but a a major motion picture came out this summer uh, revolving around some events that we've covered extensively on the Beach Boys podcast. The Beach Boys Boys podcast, excuse me. I'm not familiar. Are you aware of this movie? No. Okay. Uh, It was this movie called... um, Ah, shit. Um, Okay. I forget the name, but let's work yeah. through. Okay, so it was directed. Ah, shit. By your old pal. Gwen. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Shit! I should have forgot. I mean, he texted me, being like, yeah. he texted me all summer, bugging me to see this movie. Yeah. The only reason you know about it is because he kept yeah. texting you. That's and like, I was like, man, I'm not gonna go guess? see that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna go see that movie, but he texted me so much that I finally just saw it, so that I could text him back and say that I saw yeah. it. It was fine. Yeah. But regardless. Uh, so yeah, Quentin Tarantino's new new flick. Um, I guess it got a wide release. I don't know. I thought he was kind of more of an indie guy, but good yeah. for him. He made um, it. Um, in between the time of Pulp Fiction and now, yeah. <laughs> last time I talked to him, really. That's yeah. Yeah. It's the last movie I remember he made. Yeah. So he made this. Uh, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I guess oh. is the title. Yeah. There's a well, space a, like built in, yeah. so it's kind of confusing. There's a bit of a twist there. But yeah, I wasn't expecting you're thinking it's going to be a fairy tale in, yeah, the, in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, I know. When's there ever been a confusing. fairy tale there? Huh. So, uh, but it's it, it it sounds like, and from what I understood from watching, it was really confusing. Honestly, yeah. a lot of it was like in order. Which what? the movie I know the last one I saw was Pulp Fiction, which made a lot of sense to me because it was all out of order. Well, and so I could follow the plot really clearly. But then this one was pretty much just yeah. scene to scene was the, all in order. The only so. two movies I've seen are. Pulp Fiction and Memento, so yeah. that would be very. I That's don't know. true. Yeah. So it was it was tough, but I got through it, and it seemed as though it was mostly, um, well, aside from it being about um, a guy who murders his wife, and it's super funny. Oh, it was also yeah. about uh, a guy cool. who murdered people, and it wasn't super funny. Charles Manson. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie, I take it. Nope. Okay. Brad Pitt's character kills his wife, and it's played off as a laugh line but then it's a terrible thing that charles manson killed people so is it yeah oh, okay i guess i mean i don't know he killed a woman too but i guess it's not good. i'm a sociopath i don't have feelings <laughs> oh, okay yeah. that makes sense so uh it's a lot about you know charles manson and the um tape murders oh cool i know a lot about this so yeah so i went to it and you know once once i sat down and realized that's yeah. what it was about of course my first thought who plays Dennis Wilson because he has to show yeah. up. As we know, he's an integral part of this story. So oh, may I say yeah. a weirdly integral part of the murders. Yes, yeah. very true. And I have to report, um, and which is why on my film blog uh, that you can read online, I gave it half a star yeah. out of seven stars. No, um, 
There's no Dennis Wilson no in Denny? this story. He <laughs> is referred to by name one time. Ooh, yeah? Yeah. So, even though he didn't appear on screen, I thought it would be good to do a little fact check about yeah. what Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. in Hollywood, in Hollywood. Yep. got right and got wrong about the Beach Boys. Fun little segment, right? Okay. That is so a here we great go. segment. So, fact check. Let's start with something they got right. Okay. Dennis Wilson is referenced in the movie. That means Dennis Wilson exists. Exists. Correct. He's in that world. Yeah. That's All a right. true fact. Yeah. Factual. Okay. Something they got wrong. Technically, they didn't get anything wrong about the Beach Boys because they were only referenced in one line <laughs> of the movie. Oh, okay. Well, but, that's good. But They're just like us. I was disappointed that Quentin Tarantino didn't take advantage of an opportunity to have a character wander into the Radiant Radish at some point and talk to Paul Dano's Brian Wilson because that would have been... That would have been amazing. Too cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Third, a fact that they got right. Yeah. Uh, there are no Beach Boys songs in the movie, even though, as you know, Quentin Turner, he loves he loves music. Yeah. He loves listening to music. He likes his characters to listen to music. There's a lot of music. No Beach Boys songs. So, correct. No one was listening to the Beach Boys in 1969. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that's our fact check for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, it was a good fact check. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all our Beach Boys news? Um, That's all I'm aware of from this. They summer. made a documentary that came out called Echo in the Canyon, which I talked about before. Yeah. Um, and how what? involved was Dennis Wilson? <laughs> uh, they mentioned him by name once. <laughs> wow. Holy yeah. shit. Th- those movies, that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, have a lot more in common Practically than I ever would have thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically the same movie. Uh, yeah, that came out. I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Groovy. And that's been the Beach Boys News. All right. Great. What's our next segment, Pete? Did uh, they vote on what we do next, or we're just doing that one yeah, first? Yeah, well, then... we put up a second Twitter in Beach Boys News. We put up a second Twitter poll. Right. And um, let's see. We have listener mail next. Listener mail? Yeah, of which we have <laughs> one piece from the entire summer. I mean, people knew we were on hiatus, so. Yeah, they were very polite. Uh, Malika. Malika. The Malika. All right. So we have a piece of listener mail. Um, So through email, he gives his first and last name. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and refer to him by his first name because we protect identities on this show. Takashi. Yes, he's not an enemy. Yeah. You know. Sorry, bro. Mr. 6ix9ine. Yeah, right. Um, So a guy, uh, a gentleman person. Mm -hmm. Let's not assume. Name Joe. (laughs) (laughs) emailed us uh back in june actually just right after we wrapped up our spring spring fling and um emailed so let's see what does he say what's the deal with this is the podcast still going on or what it was an incredible podcast incidentally it was i have some thoughts joe (laughs) first of all i appreciate the email we always appreciate listener mail Coming in hot with what's the deal? Yeah, <laughs> so little. Hell's up with that? No, yeah. hi guys. No, enjoying the show. Hey everybody. Nothing uh, along know. those lines. Hey, Pige and Pete. Yeah. You know? What's the deal? Podcast still going or what? And then, before he even knows whether the podcast still exists or not, automatically puts it in its grave by saying it wasn't it an incredible podcast. Yeah. Also, it's not incidental. It's pretty integral to your point, Joe. Just want to grammar yeah. check you there. I emailed Joe back, of course, being the nice man that I am, and I said we're on the hi- we're on hiatus for the summer. Yeah, we're planning on getting back up 
in the fall. Right on. And Joe, nutcase that he is, replied, he, he is pretty The nutty. Beach Boys boys take off for the summer? A tad ironic. In your opinion, Joe, if, I mean, we went surfing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else? Yeah. There's no truer Beach Boys boys podcast than going surfing all summer. So Truly, the most Beach Boys boys thing we could have done yeah. is not... not talk about the beach boys during the summer at all yeah yeah exactly and go have a summer so but he did follow up with great show though yeah as though his previous sentence made it sound like yeah. it wasn't a great show what the fuck i want this podcast yeah. back and i hate you guys <laughs> i hate listening to this shit and then he said love it keep up the good work and you know what joe it was it was a note like that it was notes like that of which technically there was only one yours that kept us going throughout the summer and brought us back in the fall. So we really appreciate all the listener support, uh, even if it's only from one guy. Yeah. Who oh, actually, we've never interacted with before or since. So, not true. <laughs> oh, do we have? We more have another mail? piece of. I, I remembered after you Let's read hear. that. Okay. This Go is ahead, on Twitter. Okay. Uh, the disgruntled Sherpa project. Uh, at Beach Boys Boys. Are you sure this isn't just a Twitter notification that? Someone that one of our followers retweeted somebody. We yeah. get a lot of those. Okay. At Beach Boys Boys. This podcast is fan friggin' tastic and is a must for Beach Boys fans, music fans, Charles Manson historians, citizens of Anaheim, and Miller High Life drinkers. Where is episode 21? People are really aggressive with. Yeah. Not. I mean, I do appreciate, though, that uh, one has to assume that the reason they're so excited for another episode yeah. is that they listen to the first 20 very quickly yeah which i'm surprised by that's about a day of listening to us yeah and talk there's about the some Beach Boys. long episodes in there yeah. and although to be fair do you think the best way to listen to us and get through all our bullshit is just to listen to it really fast so you forget all the slow parts yeah yeah uh i would the way i listen to it is yeah. i just listen to uh all the stuff that's not the track by track there you go <laughs> It's sort of like the reverse Marin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You skip the end, not the yeah. beginning. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Sherpa, uh, whatever. That note sounds familiar. Did you just read that to me, not in a show, maybe earlier this summer? Nope. Or send it to me? It was on oh, Twitter. Oh, sounds familiar. All right. Regardless. Now they know who you. runs our social media. Thank you, Sherpa. Yeah. Well, the intern. We don't have a summer intern because we were off, so you were doing it. Yeah. You were handling that's fair the point. tweets. You were slinging tweets yeah. all summer long. Slinging tweets, slinging yeah. dong. Yeah. You know that's me. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had to become a prostitute in Vietnam to afford a Yeah, they did not pay you home. Well, yeah. to be fair. Okay. Yeah. It's also more of a hobby, too. True. You just like to get it up in any country you can. Absolutely. That's PJ right. Wood the gets flag. it up in any country he can. I think I'm so patriotic. Those were, come red, white, and blue. Those were equally good, but we yeah. just talked over each other. Sorry, what was yours? Oh, I said raise the American flag. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do we have some beef? We do have some beef. Some fucking beef. It's a genuine fact that the surfers rule. All right. All so, right. in the past, you've heard us beef with a certain podcast. Sure. That we do not name. We do not name it. And no. we still won't, even though. I'm not going to say the beef is squashed. I'm going to say there's... Go ahead. Now, PJ, is this podcast potentially our frenemy podcast now? They may or may not be our frenemy podcast. Yeah, we might have a frenemy podcast instead um, of a beef rival podcast. 
But yeah. don't worry. A beef does continue. Yeah, true. There's no impossible um, burgers on this grill. No. It's all 100% grade A American beef. Exactly, baby. Uh, so I went to Nashville, Tennessee. Left I just want to say I really love the impossible burger thing. Yeah. yeah. I know it was my own joke, but I think it deserved a little you, more. He has been chuckling <laughs> at it first since he said it. Uh, hey, man, topical. Yeah, right? In 2020, no one will get that joke. Doesn't Burger King have an impossible burger or some shit? They do. That can't be good, right? You want to go uh, get some after My this? girlfriend yeah. uh, texted me last night that her and a friend, stoned to be fair, went to Burger King for Impossible Whoppers because you need according to, stop to her friend, girl. they were very, very good. She didn't have one, so she doesn't know. No, you need to stop dating them. this girl. She gets oh, okay. high? <laughs> yeah. She does do drugs. I know it's against the Lord, but... God, the pussy's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, she's pregnant, so yeah. what else am I going to do? Exactly. Um, Go ahead. Plus, all we do is smoke weed in the <laughs> studio. That is all we do. Well, according to your rap, but everyone knows that rappers exaggerate. Right, Takashi? He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's integral yeah. to your case, buddy. <laughs> all right, continue. Uh, I flew to Nashville, Tennessee to Home visit. Home of the rock Hot and chicken. roll stars. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sure, that too. And PBR. Isn't that where PBR is? No, going? Milwaukee. No, yeah, Nashville. Yeah, okay. Isn't Nashville in Milwaukee? <laughs> Flyover country. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know Michigan very well. Yeah. Um, so... They call it the Mitten State. I don't. I've never known why, but they do. I thought all states were square, mm. except for California. I think so. I think yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't know why they do it another way. Honestly, it seems confusing. Yeah. When do you know if you're crossing the border or not? You wouldn't. Yeah. That's stupid. Um, but uh, I met with the main host of the podcast. Mm. Um, so it was main host to main host. Yeah, we were sure we had a discussion. Well, and he he brought to my well, attention. Okay, what? Sorry, I, I I'm I'm trying. I to do want to make it clear that this here. was a surreptitious no, trip to Nashville. No, PJ, I think I think it was. There was a tense few weeks over the summer where it appeared to the actual main host of the podcast that um there was a Me. coup happening, yeah. <laughs> and that PJ was flying across the country to meet with the leader of our rival podcast in order to overthrow this podcast. Uh, we have that. since worked yeah. it out. We have. Uh, we had yeah. a battle uh, between us as men, dual 10 paces, and um, both of our guns were uh, were jammed. So yeah. we called it even, and we're doing the show again. And, and everything's fine, but I just want to make it clear. A1 host, you're sort of the A2, B2, like C-level host. Um, and then, you know, Wyatt. I think we've said his name on the show We before. can say Wyatt. That's fine. Wyatt is uh, definitely the A1 host of his show. And, uh, you know, he and I have talked about, you know, how kind of funny it is when your co-host tries to. But, you know, no no yeah. problem. Uh, you'll we're, hear on a later episode now. that is not true. <clears throat> we're fine. So. Yeah. Peter just lied through his fucking teeth. <laughs> Nothing. None of that was a lie. No, it was all a lie. Um, but he brought to my attention something. These people followed us on Twitter. These people. This podcast mm. so oh. Ceylon podcast where there's a third podcast exactly what but get this in a minute this reminds me of the Orson Welles movie three podcasts running through the dark streets of Vienna yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so podcast yeah. still gonna bleep their name still 
we're at a standstill right now. Right now, sure. It's we've a cold turned, war, a bit of a cold yeah, war. We've turned us. the heat down to low. The yeah. the burgers are technically warm. They're but more not in a crock pot than yeah, anything. Yeah, we're that's making right. chili. Yeah, we're uh, simmering the beef. Yeah, but we're ramping up a fucking barbecue and going to burn this beef with oh, this new shit. podcast. Uh, they called their podcast, and I feel like we should bleep it, but it's going to be a different bleep sound. Okay, sure. So you know, um, is there more than one bleep option? <laughs> Uh, we'll find You'll out. You'll find one. All right. Yeah. Just do like a wave crashing yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, they call themselves the... Wow. Yeah. Isn't that really fucking... Uh, In the name. It's it, pretty bold. It, pretty bold. And they came yeah. after us and has been there for a while. Who, who are these young upstart vagrants who think that they have I, a claim to the fucking throne? I don't know, but I know somebody... By the name of Wyatt has something to say about it. Uh, okay, play the clip. Do you know about this other Beach Boys podcast? The, the only Beach Boys podcast? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just followed us on Twitter. Yeah. Fuck I'm those curious. guys. Right, fuck those guys. Because like, there's at, already two on the scene. <laughs> it's like at at, at least yeah. like come up with an original name, right? That's all right. Like you're just you're 100 just a joke. Like that's all it is. Like yeah. the whole thing, start to finish, is just a big joke to you. Whatever. I mean, I haven't listened to it. Yeah. But they they, they sent us a, a voicemail. Similar. I haven't even listened to the voicemail. So I saw they're the fucking copping our bit. They're they're copping our bit, Peter. So that means they must have listened to our show. Which honestly, we'll we'll get into it. Okay, I'm he, somewhat flattered by, but I'm not flattered that then they took it to you know the extreme of making a show to try and. The thing is, they either they've definitely listened to both of our podcasts. They've okay. listened to and our yeah. podcast yeah but well, they're reaching out to wyatt man i know they're they're <clears> copping <throat> our bit so i saw the uh, i'm hesitant to even like i i talked about it on our last podcast but i'm yeah. hesitant to even like play it or like even listen to these guys because of the name pisses me yeah. off it's <laughs> just like yeah. it's it's one thing to like joke like you guys do and like talk shit and it's like funny but we are very funny that is thank a you fact. Wyatt. yeah appreciate it that went a long way towards starting the crock pot and turning down the grill. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime anyone calls me funny. Yeah. Ah, you it. fall for that charge, shit. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> but like to call your podcast, that's just lazy and just like you're gonna really stick with that and you're serious about making a podcast called knowing that very well there are other Beach Boys podcasts. Right. It's like, yeah. come on. Their like, name I was like, that yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I probably will not listen to it. No. Yeah. Okay. Actually, since then, I listened to about two minutes of yeah. the first one, and their voices annoyed. Like, truly, yeah. their voices were so grating and annoying, I could not listen anymore. So, is there more between you and Wyatt? There is more. There's okay. about a Go minute, ahead. a minute, oh. minute and a half left. Minute? Really? Okay. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not in any hurry, but uh, <laughs> I have. I haven't even listened to the voicemail, but. Um, I have like on Google Voice it like transcribes oh, yeah. it, you know. So I have like uh, where is it? Okay, here okay. we go. This is it. How do I see this whole thing? Anyway, it's probably you know the, the dictation is not all there, but I'm saying this on the Beach Boys podcast, folks, well, Adrian and Cedar. What a stupid fucking name! Let's be Adrian and Cedar. Those are the worst names. Get a name like Wyatt, Peter, or Pete. Get um, an American PJ, name. PJ, I do have to say, my my um, 
my woody is paneled in cedar so i'd actually appreciate it if you would back off a little bit the cedar hate hey it's hey. a good wood it, it's it a is a great wood, wood. It keep, it's a beautiful wood it keeps moths away true you can name your son cedar yeah you can stick it inside your boots and they stay fresh exactly fresh and clean now that i own boots i live on the beach yeah so. we only and i'm own not a blue collar guy come yeah. on we only own flip-flops. Come on. Yeah, that's right. What are you doing? Flip-flops are nothing. Yeah, I don't wear shoes most of the time. Um, but that's a dumb name. Is there a little bit more? There's a little bit more. Cedar. I'm here as well post the only Beach Boys podcast. Yeah, we have a pod bean too. Yeah, we're listening to all the albums too. And yeah, we're almost on Pet Sounds. But, you know, I think we can get it done in just one episode. We don't need nine of them. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good point. Which, <laughs> to is- be fair... <laughs> Um, so I will <laughs> go over it in a future episode, but I did ask him your question. It makes of, a lot of, it, I, I also, I've listened to, uh, off and on. Yeah. Uh, I have, I don't listen to every episode, but I did immediately wonder why they were doing so many pet sounds episodes, but it makes a lot of sense that they're going track by track, track by track. Yeah. And to be honest, that's fair. It's yeah. one of the greatest records ever. And if you do a podcast, like. We did think, two episodes on it, which is more than we usually do. Yeah, exactly. Like anyway, so I I kind of <laughs> they're not wrong throwing. I thought it was for funny, doing that but, many, but yeah. yeah, I think their reasoning sound over at Ceylon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel it's pretty something. We playing a Beach Boys tribute band. Like, there's a lot to unpack with Pet Sounds. Like, feel we could at least do a few at the same. My name's Wyatt. I don't have anything else to say. Is he dictating? This is him dictating the voicemail. Um, what? Yeah, so the other he, guy is saying that his name is Wyatt? Yeah, it was very confusing. My, my best guess is that he's like doing a voice like, oh, I play in a, a tribute oh. band and my name's really? Wyatt. Yeah, I, th- oh, I think that's Christ. what it is, which is just a dick thing to we've do. Been, we've been kind of mean, but I don't know if we've been that mean. Uh, we were. We don't actively especially, mock them as human beings. Especially <laughs> when we called them and left them a voicemail. We were yeah. very respectful. That is that's a, true. That was maybe the nicest we had been to them up to that oh, point. Person to person, I always give you the time of day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a right. very nice. I drank. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a bit of. Let me finish this and then I'll go into Please. meeting wine. Yeah. This is. It's probably not even close to what they actually said. Dressing like constable. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. Because <laughs> he was like scrolling through it, and then yeah. he was he was just it's like not even close, dressed like a constable. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept scrolling through. Oh, that is on the back of what record did they like wear weird costumes? I don't know, but I think he has something. That... Okay. See what I'm being chased around. They're making fun of us being a, a tribute band, no, not particularly. I think we yeah we'll do it. This is our official warning, so beware. He gave them a, a warning. Uh, yeah, I'm really mad. If you listen to this podcast, or presumably if you're listening to this podcast, you listen. Don't oh, listen yeah. to this shitty podcast. No, please don't. Um, all right. But also, don't go attack them on social media. Just ignore them. I think silence is the best treatment here. That's true, because yeah. they fucking suck. Yeah. We, can we don't talk want them to feel like they're actually getting to any of I this. mean, Takashi's getting riled up, just thinking about it. Yeah, but his phone got taken away uh, yeah. since he's technically in prison right now. Although, again, thanks to the judge for letting him be here yeah. uh, for his it's job. It's because we, we but... offered to give him college credit. Yeah, right. So he was like, I, it sounds like a pretty good opportunity. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, let me continue. Merger. We could become satellites of each other. Okay. So they have, they've listened they're, pretty they're, in depth. They're stealing that's a, our bit yeah. again. Wow. And they go on to steal it more. They're basically trying to steal your shit. Right, that's is our what's bit. going on. Like yeah, fuck them. I don't know when they started doing this. Uh, it turns out they had started doing it in May of this year. 
Okay. So pretty much when we went on hi- hiatus, they yeah. tried to sneak their way in. Yeah, yeah I'll check out the podcast. There. But they definitely are aware of you guys, and I don't know what the deal is with that, but I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, wow. So this is... A lot of is thoughts, man. An official... Also, thanks to Wyatt for meeting up with you in that cool bar where it sounds like they exclusively play Beach Boys music the entire time behind you guys, which is really nice of them for our show. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Great Beach Boys music. Yeah. Um, so that's from the Le- 90s comeback yeah <laughs> so let's talk about how we're starting this beef with this new mm-hmm. podcast and yeah. then i'll go into what it was like to meet why uh fuck you guys you fucking piece of shit you're copying not only are you copying yeah. our bit of having a beach boys podcast you're copying our actual bits within the beach boys yeah. podcast yeah. yeah i have um Fuck you. Serious problems with a lot of what they're doing. Uh, first of all, which is just that. So, <laughs> assumedly, they understand the concept of irony. Yeah. And that our joke of bugging Ceylon was that, first of all, there were only two shows. So, yeah. obviously, there's room for more. <laughs> exactly. And that, like, I mean, they do pretty well, but, like, you know, no one's whatever like actually doing an adam carolla level beach boys podcast so like i'm sorry that's the that's the podcast you wanted to pick you wanted to go with adam carolla well i just mean in terms of like there's nothing really actually at stake here oh yeah no. you know like but that was all the, of us are just doing it for fun it's not like we're pulling in that's the weirdest podcast to have picked to be like oh I was what, just what's going a for a big name podcast, podcast. Uh, all right fuck out of here <laughs> but you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you mean and so first of all the only Beach Boys podcast. The only person who gets their joke are you and me. Yep. The boys over at Yep. And our combined listeners. like few thousand listeners, of yeah. which we only have like, you know, thirty probably. Which makes them stealing bits actually all the more obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> because like they're not punching up. No. To explain to people the concept of humor, it's always funny if you punch up and never funny if you punch down. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, not that they're they're technically punching up because we've been around for a while, but in terms of like, I don't know, our show isn't some. We are in the same weight class. Megalith, yeah. I would say so. we are lightweight. The the middleweights up there. Yeah, yeah. We're punching above our weight class. These guys yeah. are punching in the same, and they're 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 on the brink of being, you know. So, Fuck I mean, like, I, <laughs> to some degree, I'm flattered that they think any of this Here's is cool enough that they want to get involved in. That they want to steal our bits because and stuff, yeah. Because, assumedly, hopefully, they're doing it because they think they're being, like, funny and want to yeah. get in on it. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I See, that was my thought, too. Like, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But they're not funny <laughs> so well no which is almost always the people who jump in too late on the joke or exactly. the people who aren't yeah. actually yeah so it's i rough they apparently listen to our podcast which a message thank to, you we always love a subscriber yeah thank you we appreciate <laughs> it uh but as subscribers we love you as rival podcast hosts we fucking hate you go fuck yourselves <laughs> you guys aren't funny <laughs> um and let me just put it out here and i think Wyatt would probably say the same as beach boys fans well, PJ's not yep. exactly a Beach Boys fan, but all the boys over on and me, yeah. I think would be happy to say there aren't enough Beach Boys fans in the world. We would always welcome more. 
and especially more earnest fans who take the time of day to like make a show about it. Yeah. So instead of focusing your energy on stealing admittedly very shitty, stupid bits <laughs> that we made up and focusing your energy on like this dumb internet beef that we have that basically doesn't exist to anyone in the outside world. Um, how about you focus your energy on making a fun beach boys podcast and, you know, kind of trying to grow your own. Man, that was... That's my friendly suggestion. The most earnest you have ever been on this podcast. That's very true. Um, and I do have to say, you guys are on a good start, at uh, Adam and C- Seaver. Um, is it Seaver? It's at... Mm, That's Adam worst. and Caesar is what I'm reading. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so Andrew and, and Caesar, um, they're on a good start because I yeah. do really like their artwork but their title just needs work. And it's also not a funny joke when no one knows that there's maybe three Beach Boys podcasts to begin with yep. to say that you're the only one. So, And, um, you know you're having trouble if you're stealing bits from us. Yeah, oh, we're not funny, cool, popular, none no, of that. We're just trying to do a very earnest Beach Boys podcast. We're doing a very earnest Beach yeah. Boys podcast, and honestly, we're just trying to spend... Uh, my allowance yeah is basically what we're trying to we do. don't know what to blow it on yeah and we yeah. decided to do a podcast for fun yeah and choose our only true love <laughs> the beach boys the beach boys so yeah is that I th- is I, that beef over that beef well no that beef is if we ever here's need to... my policy on this beef yeah we never speak of them again oh that's what i was gonna say so we never speak of them again unless they want to start some shit I think even then depends on the shit they want to start it does depend on yeah. the shit yeah. so that's my opinion i that's think we true. don't talk about it we just say fuck them and we still be yeah. somewhat frenemies with the ceylon podcast oh i think this has only tightened the ceylon bond yeah and has only closed the door to newcomers who exactly. um here's basically what this feels like yeah pj do you remember high school vaguely okay yeah you remembered that you were in high school at some point and in the age range of people who went to high school i have a degree on my wall but i you don't remember a lot of it no that's true it was also about high school if you remember it you weren't really there yeah that's right so um it says it's from disneyland university as well so oh that's no that's a real school okay yeah 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 um that's for kids of the employees at disneyland yeah oh cool right on so it feels a lot like when my dad is goofy. You're in high school. He is a goofball. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. Oh, do you mean literally? Holy shit, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Of all the characters to be able to play in Disneyland, that's the best. He's not playing character. My dad is goofy. He's literally goofy. Yeah. God, how has this not come up before? We don't talk PJ, about our dads. That explains how why you look so much like a cartoon dog. I know. Yeah. And also why you're so good at skateboarding. Yeah. 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 I did win that X Games ripoff. It feels a lot like uh, when you have a friend over for a sleepover in high school and then your little brother <laughs> keeps trying to <laughs> fucking hang out with you the whole night, but yeah. you're watching a movie they aren't allowed to watch. You're like trying to talk about girls you like and you're he's like play a seventh Grand grader. Theft Auto. Yeah. You're trying yeah. to play Grand Theft Auto. You're trying to like eat pizza that your mom ordered you and he isn't supposed to like have, you know. Like, he already had soup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he already got his daily allowance yeah. of soup. And you're just continually kicking him out of the basement the entire night. Yeah. And 
But you're like, you really don't want them to be there because you're like hanging out with like a popular kid at school that's right, hanging out exactly. with you for no and you reason. you want them to yeah. think you're cool. But also, fuck your little brother. Yeah. And go. in this case, fuck this other podcast. Exactly. Although I do fear, and why I think shit dependent, mm-hmm. ig- uh, ignoring them is the best policy because yeah. I'm really afraid that like an annoying little brother, all they really want is attention. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So. Yeah. Agreed. This may be our longest beef, beef boy segment. Well, there's a lot of beef. It's true. PJ, I'm I'm arm deep in raw beef right now. Let me That's pull it out and end this segment. Yeah. All right. Servers do rule. And you know who drools? Fucking Ceylon and copycats. Exactly. <laughs> All right, beef, beef squashed. Beef. Squashed. Made into a patty, thrown on the grill, charred to a crisp, and squashed. We essentially burnt it and then blew the dust away. That's true. Okay. Well, also, <laughs> real quick add-on for yeah. the beef. Uh, to remind ourselves of Ceylon's dominance in the Beach Boys podcast world, yep. if you Google the podcast, the first result is still Ceylon. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um. Are those all our segments, PJ? I reckon those are the segments, PJ. Are we ready to, after a quick break, are we ready to go track by track through the Brian's Back record? I think we're ready. I think we are. To go track by track to Brian's Back. This is amazing. All right. We will be back in just a moment with 15 of the biggest ones you've ever heard. They're big ones, baby. All right. We're back. We are back. Talk about the Beach Boys comeback record. Oh, boy. 15 big ones. They should have just called it One Big Mother, if you ask me. Yeah. For (laughs) multiple reasons. You know what? Awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah. First of all, better name for an album. And second of all, even at 40 minutes long, 15 songs is way too many for a record. Like 15 songs is the middle ground where like you either should have done 10 or you should have just gone for the double album. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think 15 is, like, for the Beach Boys, too many. It's Well, because uh, it's, like, they're the same length as usual for the Beach Boys, but I wish they'd just done 11 or 12 like they usually did and leave us a 34-minute record. I did listen to not all of – I didn't listen to, like, the last few because okay. Peter came over before I was done listening to it because <laughs> I was close. like, oh, I'll allow myself this amount of time to mm-hmm. – and it was – yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't care about it. <laughs> yeah. So. That's fine. That's fair. So let's catch up with the Beach Boys. Let's. So as we know, after right around Holland coming out, they were touring. Yeah. And doing really well uh, with um, Ricky and Blondie in the live band mm-hmm. and Denny with a broken hand playing keyboard. And yeah. Touring with the Grateful Dead and shit. Killing it. Yes. Yeah. And then released, uh, I believe we talked about before our break, them releasing Endless Summer and Spirit of 76, I think, was the follow-up record for that one. The two compilation records oh, that yeah. were just a bunch of their early hits that were all, like, kind of car and surf songs. Right. And launched them into the stratosphere, honestly. Like, they were, they sold... Uh, so, up to this point... Hotcakes and... Still, the only... Or, like, the records that sell for the Beach Boys, like, what they're making money off of is... Yeah. 100%. It's still all their pre-Pet Sounds material. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just like best of, and, and it had been long enough, yeah, that they got they wrote a nostalgia wave, and are, now are like 
pretty much caught up in the whole like happy days grease kind of oh, yeah. 70s I 50s nostalgia wave like 50s early 60s sense. nostalgia yeah. um so they're just very much a part of that at this point but touring <laughs> touring like crazy they um, became a novelty band again yeah yeah, yeah. exactly uh, Ricky and Blondie left sometime after 73 to go pursue their own projects. Cool. Um, they rule. I would so I know. listen they to anything sh- I, know. They I wish they would have stayed members, but um, they took off. And uh, so now it's basically just the regular Beach Boys and then, you know, a handful of touring yeah, musicians. Tour, but yeah. They're kind of back to the regular band. And um, Brian is touring with them again now? So Brian's not touring. Brian. No. Okay. I don't think Brian starts touring, touring until again like, until like the late 80s I believe. okay yeah i just I knew at, at one point he started back. touring again and i wasn't sure if it was this time yeah, he comes back i think in the, next in the time. 80s at some point i think i think it's the next yeah. time i think you're right um when he's in landy's program like full time yeah as part of it, it like when he the early part of landy when he yeah. still talks to them and not the late part of landy when he's not allowed to talk to anybody that he knows yeah. for a decade or whatever and so. landy is also his manager and producer yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah so um so they were just touring like crazy um so let's see so in 1975 brian started seeing eugene landy for what will be the first time um and and he has two different stints with what 78 now landy when Uh, what this record came out in 76 76, 15 big ones yeah okay so in 75 he starts seeing landy uh because he's just really struggling as we know and it hasn't gotten better apparently he started seeing him just purely for like a weight loss thing yeah because he'd gone I forget in Wikipedia they had all a bunch of weights for him where they were like he was at this weight and then he was at this weight and now he's at this weight. It's weird that it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> but he lost, yeah, like when he first started seeing him, he lost yeah. something like a hundred pounds in Damn. like a year or something. Yeah. So like it did kind of help, but then as you know, or as we know now, Eugene Landy wasn't the greatest dude. Yeah. So, but started seeing him in 1975, and part also of his thing with Eugene Landy was that. Eugene Landy really wanted him to keep being creative to like stay out of depression, which is yeah. good on its surface. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so he really pushed Brian to get back with the beach boys in the studio. Um, and the rest of the beach boys were down sense. because they were just doing really well at that point. So it made sense to them to cut another record and try and take advantage of their success. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this record, uh, Landy also really pushed for Brian to produce and like write a bunch of songs, like produce the record and then write yeah. a bunch of songs for it to try and get back some of the mid sixties fire. So this is, this album is Brian's first solo production credit since wild honey. Okay. On a record. Um, here's a good quote from Brian. It was a little scary because the beach boys and I weren't as close. We had drifted apart personality wise. A lot of the guys had developed new personalities through meditation it was a Brit scary and shaky, but we went into the studio with the attitude that we had to get it done. After a week or two in the studio, we started to get into the niche again. Okay. So, like, I mean, I to some degree, he just, outside of studio stuff here, he, I think, barely talked to any of them. Okay. Um, and then the rest of them, I don't think anyone was particularly close at this point. Like, they worked together as a band, but right. there's some quotes from the later 70s where they're all like, yeah, we're just the Beach Boys, but we don't have to be friends. Like, we can just be band members, which yeah. is a little wild considering that they're all family and they all started as, like, a bunch exactly. of teenagers who liked hanging out together, so. The the weirdest thing about the Beach Boys, like, even up until this point, mm-hmm. like, current day, uh, Al Jardine just seems like the best dude. Yeah. Like, he just, see, like, everybody else has their flaw, like, 
all the Wilson brothers were assholes at one point or another, I think. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, Mike Love is the biggest asshole in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Al, like, didn't really have much controversy. He was just like... He's sort of the Ringo yeah. of the Beach Boys. Yeah. Just always steady, always a nice guy, always willing to do what it takes yeah. to get the record done, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So um, when they came into the studio, Brian really wanted to do a bunch of oldies and, like, doo-wop standards. Yeah. Um, Carl and Dennis wanted to keep on the track they were on with, like, their early 70s stuff and keep doing originals and be a little more experimental. Right. And then Mike and Al just wanted the album out as fast as possible <laughs> to take advantage of their popularity. Yeah. Which... I mean, from a business perspective, that makes perfect sense. It makes sense. sense, but it's also, like, no really? one's changed at all in the last three years. No, Brian being all like, the they've same. all changed through meditation, and all their motivations are the yeah. exact same. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, they compromised to just do... They talked about doing a double record, I guess, with one disc being all the standards. Yeah. And, and then, then one disc being original stuff, but they compromised to just do one record with a mix. Um, and apparently... That would have made way more sense to me to do a double yeah 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 um it it really would have yeah Yeah. and probably would have sold better i mean this album sold really well but like it probably would have been viewed a little bit better because part of the reason like this album got kind of mixed reception just because it's a weird mission it is a weird mix of them so um yeah also during all these landy just became their yoko ono essentially just like awkwardly hanging out and taking part in band meetings where everyone's like why is he he has no voice in this but he does now. Um, and he will for a while. That's not to disparage Yoko Ono, just a la. Peter loves Yoko Ono. Yeah, no. No, just too much of the Yoko Ono hate comes across as sexist, so I'm not trying to like... No. I, like, it's and, more just awkward bringing a, another person no, who's not I, in the band into those discussions. I agree, and that's why... So I'm like, trying to say it that way. I've never thought like, oh, Yoko is just some chick who broke up the band. Yeah. I don't... I mean... I my thing is just like that is weird. Yeah, like it's every very story weird I've to heard be like, about she's her not in the band, right? Then why does she get a vote for what the band does? Exactly, and that yeah. was like, and that's what the I resentment think, was. Yeah. Like she, for sure. Yeah, and so that's what Eugene Landy turned into for the Beach yeah. Boys in the early seventies. Here was sitting around talking over what songs they should include. According to some Wikipedia thing, uh, a lot of the discussions for choosing songs would take up to eight hours sometimes uh-huh. for them to actually decide. Damn. Speaking of which, I'm going to start bringing my girlfriend to our. Uh, our meanings about what oh perfect about the podcast just yeah. have her she's just the third member of the podcast right well fourth awesome. after oh right well third on mike sorry yeah. takashi yeah. yeah i know he seemed he was really hurt there for a second yeah. but you're always part of the show buddy yeah, yeah. thanks um is he still allowed to have guns <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um let's just not say anything Nah. okay yeah he's good he's a good intern so yeah. far we like him he's doing well so um, the process ended up not going like no one basically no one enjoyed making this yeah. album. Um, Brian was frustrated with because he wanted to make he wanted to keep doing like lo-fi sounds like he kind of left off with with friends and wild honey like just doing really yeah. basic yeah basic instrumentation um, and stuff course. like that yeah. But, you know, it was a decade later, so all the other members were like, we should take advantage of, I don't know, more studio stuff. We should right. make it sound better. Um, Dennis <sighs> and Carl never really got over, like, how the mishmash of oldies and new stuff. Um, so we have a quote from Dennis about this. Uh, People have waited all this time anticipating a new Beach Boys album, and I hated to give them this. 
It was a mistake to put Brian in control. He was always the absolute producer, but little did he know in his absence that people grew up. People became as sensitive as the next guy. Why do I relinquish yeah. my rights as an artist? The whole process was a little bruising. I can get that because Carl, kind of fair. to this yeah. point, has become an amazing, like better than yeah. Brian. Well, and they not, found not better than Brian at its peak, but certainly yeah. better than Brian at oh, yeah. now. Yeah, and they had found from the late '60s through Holland a really good. I think. I mean, they hit only off and on with the actual songs yeah. they put out, but I think they'd found a really good balance of like. Uh, everyone contributing songs, everyone singing and playing on songs, and yeah. Carl producing. But like other guys would jump in to produce. Like, there's a story with Bluebirds Over the Mountain where Brian had produced a copy of it that they didn't like, and so like yeah. Al and Carl went to some other studio and recorded a version they liked better, which made the album. So like, makes sense. They like had kind of found, I think, a good full band balance that still kept the creativity original, yeah. and like, yeah. And so I, yeah, and I get what Dennis is saying. And at this point, Dennis is about, I think, about to release his first solo record. Okay. I think Pacific Ocean Blue comes out in 77. And then he'll be working on his second in the later 70s. So, like, gotcha. yeah, so he's totally right. Like, it's it doesn't really make sense for Brian to come in and say, you all are just kids and should listen to me. Yeah. So. But, I mean, he... I don't understand it from his perspective, but he was, you know, a drug addict with mental health issues and like yep. also their older brother. So all of those mixing, I understand why he was like, eh, well, I'm better than you guys at this. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the album was released on July 5th, 1976. It peaked at number eight on the U S charts. Why not release it the day before? Go for Good that question, PJ. patriotic, uh, yeah, the the truck got stuck in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, so peaked at number eight, which is their highest U.S. charting album since the Beach Boys Party, because Pet Sounds only went to number ten in the U.S. <sighs> yeah. So this was, I mean, which was a huge deal for them to have a record that sold that well, obviously. Yeah, but this and then record. the second, like, and then the second most popular, I think, was Wild Honey, which went to like thirty-five or something. Mm. So like, this is definitely like a smash hit for them. In a way they haven't experienced in a while since Party. Um, and Party then the was single, a good album, but yeah, the single uh, "Rock and Roll Music" uh, went to number five, which is their highest charting <sighs> single since "Good Vibrations." Okay. So, um, so this album, as we referenced at the beginning of the show, came with the Brian's Back campaign, yep. which was along the lines to the Smile era Brian Wilson is a Genius campaign, where like they would right. just run a bunch of ads in promotion of the record saying brian's back and you know tout how this record was going to contain the genius levels found in pet sounds which by this point was like agreed upon as a stone cold classic yeah yeah, in culture so but very similar also to the brian wilson is a genius thing because it put way too much pressure on the record and its release (sighs) yeah and even though the record sold really well um like a lot of the reviews were Yeah. yeah were mixed to bad and kind yeah. of like really this is brian being back sort it, of takes so it is so weird when there's like anything even movies that's like uh technical success but then a yeah. critical failure yeah like that i don't know i don't yeah. see why people like bad things <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah so um but this was i mean this was a big deal for them they got an nbc tv special to promote the record Ooh. brian went on mm-hmm. snl uh, to like play a couple songs from the album. We have one video, not of him playing songs. We have a skit he did with John Belushi oh, and Dan Aykroyd I that we'll watch in it. a moment. Um, 
So this was a really big deal. I mean, this is like hearkening back to their like mid sixties yeah. height in terms of wow the kind of promotion they're getting, which is good for them. Um, Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, let's watch this sketch actually. So you guys I will just hear the audio. To. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd take Brian Wilson surfing. Nineteen seventy six is the video. So PJ and I are gonna play this. We might not watch oh, the whole thing. But okay, wait. Can I say something about this? Sure. I believe it, I have seen this before oh, okay. when I was much younger. When my dad told me. Yeah. that the only one of the Beach Boys who surfed was dead. And I oh, yeah. tried to look okay. up, like, Beach Boy surfing? And this came <laughs> and up. You I saw think. this sketch? I right. think so. Well, let's check it out. So we have John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd as cops knocking on a door. Yes, can I help you? Is there a Brian Wilson here? Yeah, he's upstairs in his room. Why? I assume that's Marilyn because she's a terrible actor. Yeah. Thank you. Is this actually Brian Wilson's home? They're entering the home. I don't know. Look for the stained glass window. Yeah. It's really poorly lit for some reason. Because it's night. I guess it's at night. It didn't look like it was night when they were outside, though. That's 70s It's SNL in the 70s, yeah. Yes, I am. Wait, wait, wait. Pause it. Brian was hanging up the phone, laying in bed in a robe, looking like shit. Looking like he does, actually. Yeah. And then he just goes, yes, I am. No emotion. <laughs> that was so good. Squad. Hello. Uh, Brian, uh, we have a citation here for you, sir, under section 936A of the California Catch-A-Wave statute. Uh, Brian, you're in violation of paragraph 12. Failing to surf, neglecting to use a state beach for surfing purposes, and otherwise avoiding surfboards. This is a surfed. just surfing hilarious premise. Yeah. Now look, you guys, I'm not going. You get your hair wet. You get sand in your shoes. Okay, I'm not going. Come on, Brian. <laughs> It's the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning. Wait, now. pause it for a second. That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's kind of. <laughs> I like that. Um, the crazy part is all three of those guys are do oh, on the same amount of coke. So much coke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why they're all such bad actors. Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's go. go. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go surfing. Come Brian on. might be naked under that robe. It's hard I to tell. I would not be surprised. That's a pretty good bit. I like Highway that. Patrol with a surfboard on top. Yeah. yeah. This is a pretty good version of Surfing USA, too. Better than the original. It's probably a live version. Yeah, I have it to sounds say. live. So it, they're taking him to the beach in yeah. the cop car. I wonder if we could find and a recording. They're pulling the surfboard off top. He's still wearing his robe. With yeah, still wearing no, his robe. Seemingly nothing underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> he looks really sad to yeah. be carrying the surfboard. This is a funnier bit if it wasn't like a California law, but it was more yeah. a law that if you sing about surfing, you have to go do it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> at least once. Or at least I like that premise better. Brian knows that you're supposed to wax a board. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he knows that much. Well, he, he at one point looked up in the encyclopedia surfing yeah. so that he could write so many songs about True. They're actually getting him to wow. surf. Wow. Holy shit. So they're just out in the waves, like this all is, neck this deep. Is, okay, so pause it for a second. This is the clip I've seen, but yeah, I, okay. I, I didn't see the of beginning just part. Hanging I out just saw nice. yeah, this part. <laughs> Whoa. I was like 12. So Brian's soaked. He's going to lose his robe soon. I'm excited. Oh, he did, and he's wearing shorts. God damn it. He's got a weird body. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, here's Mike singing Surfing USA in a glitter gold vest. And the tightest white pants I've ever seen yeah. in my life. This is must. This is what it was like, I guess, seeing the Beach Boys in 1975. Yeah. 
Mike is taking way too many cues from Robert Plant at this point. Agreed. And it's very disturbing. Yeah. Like tiny vest. Tiny vest, Being super tight pants. Yeah. yeah. Big bead necklace. Except. Hey, Denny's back behind the drums. Yeah. Right on, Denny. Uh, but. And he Robert sounds good, Plant man. Never wore a stupid hat like that. No. Yeah. But Denny sounds good behind those drums, I have to say. Oh, God. Injuring his hand is the best thing that ever happened to the yeah. Beach Boys. Because they got Ricky, and then Denny got better at the drums. He is better at the drums, genuinely, yeah. yeah. Probably because he's not fucking 14 anymore. Wow, he's playing this solo. Can't be Carl. <laughs> no. It's pretty good. No, it's... It's the session guy? Yeah. Touring it's musician? Because be. there was a... Yeah, it's one of those guys. Yeah. What a weird, weird thing. Are yeah. there any... Could you find any clips of him doing the songs on... Oh, I on should SNL. look it up. Uh, also, at this point, Brian and... Uh, Carl just looks like if Brian had uh, never done coke. Yeah. Like, he, he just... Like, if from... If you were at a Beach Boys concert and you were, like, you know, halfway back, you'd be like, fuck, Brian's playing real good up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... They have this Here's him playing yeah. Sloop John B in 76, but is it SNL? Because he did, you know, because since it was the Brian Back thing. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. No, this isn't. This is just some other performance. Huh. His SNL performance was supposed to be really bad, but I'm not finding anything uh, for it. This is an interesting thing about SNL. Apparently, it's a really bad, like, space to play in. Yeah. And that's why, like, some SNL performances are just really shitty yeah. because you can't hear anything, I guess, or you can hear well, too much. Well, you can't much. hear anything, and then also the crowd is super far away, yeah. so you can't hear them. Like, you can't hear if they're reacting or not. Yeah. Um, yeah it's Apparently notoriously it's ter- very terrible. Bad. Yeah. Like, you just have to give your A game, but with zero, with nothing back. Like, you're yeah. just in a cold room. Yeah. Um, so, and then, like, they got a mixed review you know mixed to bad reviews um the rolling stone review had an interesting review that um had, like had some interesting thoughts on the record i mean to say that kind of echo their like late 60s reviews which rolling stone for all their douchiness in the 60s and 70s yeah. treated the beach boys like weirdly well huh. they were always like even if they didn't like the record they always like found something nice to say kind of at the end it was, I, they used to do that with like a lot of albums that they shit on though probably yeah but they say 15 big ones exhibits in poignant, embarrassing detail the foibles, fantasies, and frustrated ambitions of Brian Wilson, um, the man behind America's greatest white rock band. I assume they're talking about Hendrix. Um, also, what? It is the most idiosyncratic and flaky record I've heard in some time, and it fascinates me. Um, which sounds very similar to a lot of their reviews of like yeah. Wild Honey and Friends and right. that era records, where they're like totally inconsistent but weirdly good still, huh. which I think is fair. Um, I don't think, I mean, we came into this podcast with me saying, I think they're probably the best American band. Yeah. And I disagree. All the other best ones are British. British. What are you saying? They're I can't, from the British Isles. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, Spinal Tap. Are you? I'm doing the Spinal Tap voice because they're from British. What language are you speaking? I the cannot spinal understand Spinal Tap boys. All right. Can we yeah, just get on with the I'm podcast? I'm speaking English. It's oh, English. You're back. It's the the king's english you keep doing it i'm speaking the king's language yeah paul uh. paul mccartney Ooh, okay i you recognize that, that one oh, okay. yeah all right mm, let me try another one uh it costs one pound did that did you get that you said something about a pound <laughs> okay. which yeah, yeah i don't that's their money there pj pounds 
Man, Pence. I'd have a lot of money there, huh? Ounces. Because oh. <laughs> of my big old tummy. So are you ready to go track by track? Yeah. So um, despite the Brian's back thing, Brian only sings and writes on five of the 15 songs. Which like, okay. so obviously he didn't write any of the oldies, but right. he only sang on five of them. Um, but it is the most he's been involved. I think Sunflower was the last time he sang and wrote on that many songs. So, but like, not exactly. I don't know. Like not the biggest discrepancy that you would think. Yeah. And like Surf's Up, which was 71 only, but Surf's Up, he did like four or five songs, I think. So like, yeah, that... to some degree he hasn't been that gone for that long, no. but just for some reason for marketing i guess and yeah. even i mean so he produced the whole thing but as we'll hear i don't think it made a difference who produced it because it all just kind of sounds interesting yeah okay <laughs> uh first is their single their hit single rock and roll music by chuck berry originally it's weird that they uh, thought that uh this needed somebody else covering it yeah to be fair i really really like this version of rock and roll music I I don't. I mean, it just sounds exactly like their early '60s songs, which is what they were going for. I don't. And like I like it. the album version does have that synth, which you can hear. The single version didn't. The single version was literally just. It sounded like it could have come out in 1965. So my thing is, okay, it's covered by the Beatles. It's covered yep. by Chuck not, not written by Chuck Berry, right? Yeah. I think after you have two titans cut, like doing this song, you don't need a third. It went to number five on the charts. So people were dumb in 1976 is what I'm hearing? <laughs> I mean, yes, but I just, like, you're not wrong that it got a lot of covers, but I'm saying I don't think that means that their cover wasn't, I mean, it wasn't necessary, but I just don't think it, I, I still think it's good. I just I don't think it's interesting. Cover. Honestly, I like it better than the Beatles version of rock and roll. Like if we're going for covers of rock and roll, and that I probably a, like it better than the Chuck Berry version, but I think that is purely just because I you grew don't up like listening to the Beach yeah. Boys one, and I don't love Chuck Berry. I'm I'm not into it. Um, That's you, fair. You said you like the bass on it. Yeah, there's really good bass, which I'm sure is just a session player, but yeah. in every like of the little breaks there, the bass line is really good. So. Yeah, I can't imagine that's Brian. No, but interestingly. Uh, Denny, so I mean, there's a lot of people credited on this, obviously, right. but Denny played drums on almost every single song, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So he really did get better. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, the drums aren't like incredible, but it's better than usual. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, track two. It's okay. Also, if you needed to know, Mike sang the first one, and Mike sings this one. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. You can tell, yeah. One of the nice things that I sort of just, like, that felt really cool when I started listening to the Beach Boys again uh, in the last couple weeks yeah. is that I totally could just pick up their voices again immediately and be like, oh, yeah. this is Carl now kind You're, of thing where... this You can super tell on this album. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, at one point, told me you were just really bad at that in general. Oh, yeah. It took everybody. me until, like after surfs up i think to be able to consistently tell apart their voices i've always been like really good at picking out voices in like yeah. any room, i have to be so. weirdly yeah i have yeah. to try really hard for some reason like even pink floyd where david oh, gilmore really? and Roger, i know they wow. sound so different but for some reason it took me like probably a year to like actually parse out beatles 
that was the first band I ever did that with, okay. and I've always been able to tell. With yeah, them. I mean, yeah. But they were like the first band that I realized, like, oh, different people sing lead, and I can tell right. the difference between their voices. Like yeah. as a kid learning that, so. Huh. And then, you don't listen to Parquet Courts. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have three guys who Th- three sing lead, guys. Yeah, yeah. and so like they similarly, I, I really like it's okay. I think this is a really fun song. I don't like it. It reminds me of like Sunflower kind of era stuff. Oops, I accidentally muted. I just think it's, I don't know. I don't like the production on any of this record. It's boring. It's all kind of muddy and overstuffed at the same time. Like it sounds like they did way too many instruments and then just chopped the like, Yeah. what would you call it? Like just flattened out the vocals. Okay. Equalizer? I sound Yes, thank EQ? you. It sounds yeah. like they just chopped the equalizer off at like 50 with like 400 tracks on there. Like yeah. It just sounds muddy and like nothing's rising above each other. Yeah. Like there's horns and like that. eight voices and a bunch of instruments and like you just can barely hear any of them, it feels like. It, but I, I do like was, this song. I don't know if it was sure. this song, but there's some, one song that I like the horns in. I yeah. didn't care for that. It's just a boring song. Had Dephonia, and I really like this song. This is very like late '60s, Brian. It's this one that I, it's not even horns. I like the uh, just the whole orchestral section because yeah. I think there's a clarinet. It in there. sounds kind of wings-ish. Like I think that that's weird why I like Paul McCartney it, yeah. thing where he does like '30s jazz songs. Yeah, it sounds like that to me with like the clarinet or whatever it is. I like the clarinet. Oh, is this the this one? There's Denny. So everyone takes turns singing this one, by the way. Okay, so this is more than singing. I like, I, I do like the uh, the clarinet and stuff on this, but yeah. I don't care for that m- anything else on it really. Oh, I like it. It's just a nice, pleasant song, man. Once it, I think it is. I think you're right, and I didn't think about that before. I do not like the production on this album. I yeah. think it's just boring. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's like I feel like I get what they were going for. Like they were going for that like mid '70s, very yeah. produced kind of sound but it just it, didn't it work. seems like yeah. someone's hand didn't like the guy who was turning the knobs didn't actually know it was somebody who like listened to a lot of stuff george martin had produced and was like yeah, yeah i know what i'm doing and then didn't know what he was yeah. doing yeah it's too overstuffed like i don't think they were wrong to add horns and stuff like that and like to do a lot no. of layered vocals but to do it better but would be yeah nice. exactly yeah. And, and like to choose the places oh where it is this it. one that i'm thinking i really like brian's vocal on this just yeah. not not even the song, but like it's just rough and like raw. And yeah, I have like you noticed that. how much is it? Legitimately, he, he took sounds me. like a perfect mix between he did during Pet Sounds and now, because yeah. now he sounds like shit. Everybody right. knows that. But Chapel like, of Love, this song is my least this is a favorite Brian vocal. So we, Beach this Boys is perfect. Song. Yeah, this song blows. Um, I, but I say that, and I think you don't understand. Um, <laughs> how much you actually I mean. hate it when when i tell people i don't like the beach boys still yeah. this is why i say that because yeah. there are songs that they like, are willing to put this as number four on their big comeback record <laughs> but this is so offensively bad to me <laughs> it's really i shitty. was like oh, okay so i'm just gonna have a negative perception of yes. the rest of this record. like you should read the list of songs this. they didn't put on this record but they did put chapel of love on here it's incredible. And even the like, and there's like a guy freestyling in the background. I think that's I Carl, is my guess. Somebody, I fucking hate this. Kind of, it sounds like I, Carl or it's Brian. This is the my least favorite thing they've ever recorded, and they recorded uh, Chuggalug. So, yeah. um, I hate this. Like, yeah. they, they took a perfect song by yeah. the Dixie Cups and made it awful. 
Because I love the Dixie Cups version. The Dixie the Cups rule. Bow. Yeah. I also Who's did like, like fucking Bowser. All over, all over 15 big ones, the Beach Boys, and this is not a thing the Beach Boys did during the early 60s, but now they have taken on that like weird doo-wop affect yeah. because I think they think people expect it of them. But it's so bad. They do way too much, it. like, should do to do yeah. stuff, and it's really annoying. Which I bet Mike loves. Well, I know, but it's like their their voices and harmonies are good enough that they don't have to do that dumb shit, and so it's really annoying that they give into it. I hate this. I yeah. hate it. It's terrible. All right. Everyone's in love with you. Thank you. This is a, a mic written and sung by, which explains why it's also really terrible. Ah, I love the harp. You know, I liked the harp early on in that one song. Did not care for it there. No, well, because now it sounds like a... In the first one, it didn't belong at all, and it was like, yeah. what the fuck? And it was well, great. Yeah. That one's now it dumb. sounds like he's trying to be Peaches and Herb. It does exactly sound like he's trying to be Peaches and Herb. The song is... You know what this song actually makes... Like, Mike has somehow become late 60s Dennis. It sounds like a Dennis ballad. It does, but be- produced like, better. way too schlocky. I like the drums on it. That beat is good. Yeah. Like it's a very simple but beat, it's just but it's such a like it's solid. AM shitty love song yeah. of the seventies that like yeah, this is bad. You'd hear on Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. I don't. All right, talk Not... to me, Tallahassee Lassie is the next song. This is great. I love Carl's voice. It made me so happy to hear Carl back. Honestly, it At made first, me I really. It, was Brian it made me really pine for early seventies Carl leading the Beach Boys. Because this part is great. And I even like the horns. The ho- This is the one I think that I like the like horn section. And there's like the sleigh bell going on in the background. I love this production of this song. This one is... I think this one was my favorite on the album that I listened to. Yeah, it's really good. Um, It might be the next one that I liked a lot. Though. This yeah. one, is, yeah, I, this one is not bad. Like, if this had shown up on any other album, I would have been like, that is a good song. Yeah. But, um... Going to the chapel put such a bad taste in my mouth. I it's was rough. like, if only it was like the second to last song, I could maybe ignore it, you know. But throw it on their that placement, man. After three also, other, also get ready for the switch. Oh, I thought it was coming up. Oh, get ready for the switch. No, not yet. A little more. I guess I thought they switched back and forth like three times during this song, but it just scarred me so bad that. Yeah. This is like I if this song was produced like a Holland song. Yeah. Yes, it would be a Here we go. There we go. It's such a ham-fisted like Oh, not this, good. This but medley you, makes me realize why you don't like but I like I don't think their stuff in Smiley Smile sounds like this. But it but is this so is what I have to think it hears or that's, it sounds that's like That's how to I you. sound. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Because this is terrible. It's bad. Yeah. yeah, and the Tallahassee Lassie part isn't even bad. It's just like, and then it's great when it gets back to talk to me. Like, just I don't know. I do right. like any song that does that, bum bum dun, bum bum bum, and like there's a drum fill in the back. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. In any song. Yeah, this is a this is a great song. <laughs> if not for the Tallahassee Lassie part, yeah. If it was just talk to me. All right, that same song. Ooh, did not like this. This is one. a Brian and Mike song, and yep. Brian sings it. Oh no! Okay, so this is the one Brian's I was thinking. Voice is good on this this song, is the one that I was thinking. I, hate I like this song. No, this song is the worst song. Yeah. not the worst one because we know Chapel Love is the worst. Um, I love voice his voice so on it. Though. I love yeah, it. Agreed. This is the. 
um, one that I was thinking um, I was thinking that uh, I liked his voice on because um, it just sounds really good yeah it does sound really good like it sounds a little bit like Carl's which we yeah. used to be like Carl should sound more like Brian and now yeah. Brian should sound more like Carl yeah. because no but uh, this song sucks it's not a good song what's it even about it's really dumb it's about how monks used to sing songs and yeah. now we sing songs is that what it I thought they were like oh I think that's literally yeah. what it's about yeah I was listening to the lyrics and I was like this is stupid I don't hate it you know like the lyrics are what bug me mostly I think like, it's the tune isn't bad and the production's cool I like the flutes during this part I like the little conga drums like I believe flute and clarinet yeah like the production's cool I just hate the dumb historical lyrics I hate I, I'm not big on the song itself but I do like his voice a lot TM song to close out side one they're back to this bullshit this sketch is so great I thought this was an ad when I was listening to it mm-hmm. <laughs> also according to Wikipedia this song was written by Brian which I legitimately don't believe why would Brian write a song about meditation and yeah, the benefits you, of it? He's you, outspoken about how he didn't like that the other guys meditated. Yeah. You would guess this, this has would to be, be a Mike and Al. Mike and Al, yeah. So Al's singing, which, welcome back, Al. Al Jardine, DDS. I don't like Bad the song. lyrics, but I like the song and the production again. Like, I, I like, like the congas. I like the little mode. I like, like the congas. In the background. Right here. I do like, like that. Like, I like that. Is that a is that a Moog? I think so. Brian was plays a, a lot of Moog during this year. I thought it was a bassoon. Oh, maybe it is. It might be. Let's, I can't tell if that's a Moog or a bassoon. We should look up. Man, I've never also. So what relayed. song is that? So A eight. Huh. We'll look at the credits here on Wikipedia. Is that Mike playing saxophone? You would doubt so it. So Brian plays organ on this song. Um, Denny's playing the congas, of course. I like that. The congas are. Flute. Yeah. There's guitar, obviously. There's saxophone. That's it. They don't credit anything more. So. Okay, so maybe organ meant Moog. Yeah, it's possible. All so right. that song. Wait, wait, wait. That song wasn't. You don't talk about it more. The All worst. Right. No, but like the lyrics it. are annoying. Yeah. Um, and also, do you think literally the Beach Boys are the only people in the world in 1976 still name dropping the Maharishi? Yeah, absolutely. That's insanely out I mean, of the, touch. The Beatles, they're literally a decade out of touch at this point. The, the Beatles stopped hanging out and like fucking with him Mid-65, in like 65, right? Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like early on, they're like, oh, this guy's kind of. It was a little yeah. bit later than that, but yeah. like 66. But they were like, oh, um, maybe not this. Yeah. Well, but then, like, so yeah, like the Beach Boys were out of touch with it in like 69, 70 when yeah. they did that whole Maharishi tour. But then and then now, six years later, they're apparently still like you can be into TM, yeah. just fucking forget Don't about name the Maharishi. Because Maharishi, yeah. everybody at that point was like, oh, he is a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I get, uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right, Palisades Park. Another, I think Chuck Berry. I forget who sang it originally, um, but Carl sings the lead. <sighs> no. Again, the lyrics are dumb because it's about you know it's like County Fair all yeah. over again. But I do really like this song, honestly. If you just forget about the lyrics. No, I just is. It's no at the drive-in, but it's got that same kind of vibe to me. Um, 
And I love Carl. And I love the slide guitar, man. The slide guitar. The slide is guitar sick. is the only redeeming part about it, I think. Um, I think my thing is uh, originally by Freddie Cannon. Oh. Um, it. It just sounds like a. What was the first song on this album? Rock and roll music. It just sounds like a bullshit rave up song, like that I don't like. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely just a like early fifties rock yeah. song. Yeah. So, I don't like, like there's it. nothing special about it, but I like Carl. I like the slide guitar. I think they do a good enough job that like it feels worth it. I don't know about that, but all right, Susie Cincinnati. So this is an Al song that he released that they released in 1970 as a B-side yeah. when they went to Sunflower for their first Reprise record, huh. but it was never released on an album, so they re-recorded it here. And I like this one actually quite a bit. It sounds like it should have been on Carl and the Passions. They should have reused it. It for does. That. It does sound like it should. Yeah. Because it's better than almost anything on Carl and the Passions. <laughs> and it sounds in the vein of... Oh, what was that? Give me two shakes here. It's in the vein of Marcella to me, where it's like a sort of 50s throwback, but yeah. the production and like style of it still sounds modern. It totally could have been with Marcella, You Need a Mess of Help, and like the two Ricky Fatar Blondie Chaplin songs. The- this could have been dope on Carl and the Passions. It would have raised my score from three to four. <laughs> Uh, the, I yeah, I think I wish it had been. And, the sorry. only weird thing about it is I was listening to it and I was like, did I accidentally change the speed on YouTube? Because oh. the vocals are so weird. Like yeah. they're definitely they did altered it in some yeah. way, and it just sounds really weird to me. But Al's vocal though is really good. He does also. really well. I really like Al. This is probably the second best one. one on the album. Yeah, I'd say both of these sides of the album just start really. For me personally, at least so far, like the first three on side one and the first couple on this side are really good, and then it just gets shaky fast. Yeah. But this album would piss me off if I owned it on as an LP, because I'd be like, I only want to listen to like four songs yeah. from each side. Just put yeah. them all on one side, guys. All right. A casual look. Bad. <laughs> like this. Bad. Shit. Yeah. It's bad. This is a Mike and Al one. This is the last thing I listened to before you showed up. Okay. Uh, was like straight up just this part. The yeah. is. It's pretty bad. I mean, like, what's annoying about this is like, yes, it's impressive that they can do these vocals that well. Obviously, like, because like, they have really good harmonies. They're a really tight vocal group. But the whole thing of the Beach Boys is that they were better than like doo-wop groups. Like, they could do the vocals, but they could make it into, like, rock and roll and do more interesting things with them instead of just doing the doo doo shoe off shit. This is... And so they're just, like, they're undercutting themselves, basically, by giving in to doing, I think, at least, like, just generic, I, slow doo-wop yeah. stuff. This song has literally no redeeming quality. It is just 12-bar blues. Yeah. It's the stuff I hate that they do. Yeah. They're doing bad harmonies. Yeah. They're doing 12-bar blues, and they're doing doo-wop stuff. And I fucking the Beach hate Boys, all of yeah. the, the Beach Boys will go through a couple more periods of like yeah. trying to be more creative and falling back into just doing kind of oldies. Yeah. But I feel like these kinds of songs on 15 Big Ones are the first serious sign of like the Beach Boys we know now where it's like yeah. Mike and Bruce just playing to people who wish it was still 1962. Absolutely. And yeah. it makes me really sad because it's too early. Like at this point in 76 they should still be making really cool, interesting records yeah. if the world was fair. So. Did you hear that uh the Beach Boys were touring with Ringo this summer? With who? Ringo. No, that's like, dope though. Like it wow. was it was I think the Beach Boys opened, so it was 
it was Bruce and pretty Mike. good Al vocal again, by the way. But yeah, uh, it was Bruce and Mike, and then yeah. Ringo's huh. All Star Band wow. or whatever it was That's came cool. on. Yeah. All right, Blueberry Hill apparently needed to be slowed down from its original <laughs> slow version. <laughs> this is rough. I will this say, I will say, whoever's playing those instruments. Very talented. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. They're session musicians. Yeah, That's I mean, the best musicians in the world are session musicians. But it's bad. Who needed this interpretation of Blueberry? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, you let's, asked... Let's hear that bass. All right. The only instrument on it, on essentially. This sounds like an outtake from Smiley Smile, except yeah. in Smiley Smile era, they would have known it was stupid and not put yeah. it out. <laughs> they would have just been doing it for fun. Um, this sounds like, you know those shitty videos on YouTube, um, the like postmodern jukebox that yeah. everybody jizzes their pants over? Yeah. Uh, it does sound like that. You're right. It sounds like that. If only they were a young, attractive folk duo of like man and wife, you know, like early 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is really bad. I mean, in the same way that like who needed to hear rock and roll music again? Who needed to hear Blueberry Hill again in this interpretation? Nobody did. No. This is bad. And then now... It's just a normal version. It's just slower for some reason. Like, they didn't even do the weird bass conga thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, back home. Also, Blueberry Hill. This is Hill. another Brian yeah. one. Covered by everybody. I really like this tune. I'll give up the gun before we get started here. I like his vocals on this better than the other one. I didn't hear this one. Yeah, this sounds like um, Summer Days and Summer Nights Yeah. to me. Like, like this straight up should be a Summer Days and Summer Nights song. This sounds like New York City Girls or whatever that song is. It is like that era, but yeah. then he's got this voice. Yeah. I like, this is the best one. And then the weird bow is kind of cool. Yeah. The organ's good. The bass is yeah. good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's a session basis. That's not, that's not him. No, this is good. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a great song. I'm into it. This could actually fit in any era. This could be a Summer Days and Summer Nights song. This could be like a 2020 song, like right after Cotton Fields. This you could know? be, yeah, like near like this pet song, sounds. Not yeah. pet sounds, but pet this sounds. This song adjacent. is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian, you know, Brian's obviously not back back, but, but he's still got some. This is good. Still got some juice in the tank. This should have been the single. This song's great. What was the B side to rock and roll? Good question. Let me look that up real quick. Um,. See, he sounds like he does now, except here he's singing on key. Yeah, that helps. Uh, TM song was the B side to Rock God and Roll. Damn it! And then they released "It's Okay" and had Dephonia as a double side. So, yeah, this song is this dope. Is good. The song rules. All right, in the still of the night. This is a Denny song, which I don't think we've had a Denny lead so far, or a full Denny lead. So let's check this out. I do like, though, that they're continuing with giving everyone a lead song, at least one. Yeah. Because it's great to hear Alan, Carl, and Denny contribute. I don't like this song, and I hate the shooby doo ops, but Denny is great. I always like Denny's voice, man. Yeah. I actually don't like it as much as I usually do on this one. He sounds very, like, nasally. He sounds a little Like subdued. he's taking something from Mike. You know? Yeah, yeah. Also, it makes me happy every time I Google uh, Brian Wilson, Mike Love, because there's so many videos of Brian Wilson just being like, I hate him. It's so good. Yeah, this is okay. I mean, it doesn't really get more interesting, but good to hear Denny. 
It's right, like just they, once it, in it, my that life. Song sounds like they took one of Denny's ballads and they were just like, let's just pep it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, this is a old Phil Spector written tune, I think, uh, and Brian and Carl sing the lead here. I do like. There's the weird synthesizer happening, which is kind of interesting. Who's singing right now? I think Brian. Huh. That's Brian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think this is all Brian. Yeah. Kind of again, a little bit of just a schlocky like '70s ballad yeah. for my taste. It's not bad. It just sounds too much it's like not, something you'd hear on like bad late night radio. Yeah, it's not good. And I don't like the production style. I, it's like something like it's like a DJ would play this if they were picking their set and they were still like a guy who had a ponytail but they were yeah. like super balding on top uh-huh. and they still wore like a medallion yeah uh, agreed and they'd be like this is the song me and my girl danced to yeah. on our first date back in 1978 when we went to the discotheque on yeah. slow dance night or whatever fingered <laughs> in the alley and it was the best night of my life so that's 15 big ones PJ those are 15 and I know I said this before but I think it I think it's still true those are 15 of the biggest ones I've heard in a long time. They were in at least three years from them. Man, they really predicted the outcome of this record selling well by calling them 15. That was, that was real cocky to call them 15 big ones. It was. Yeah. It really was. Um, Two songs were okay. Yeah. One song so, was good. What did you? What are your thoughts on 15 big ones? I think I am thinking of it looking at it from a 2019 perspective where I'm like, Ooh, this is not good. Um, (laughs) and, uh, I don't understand why, especially this song would be popular. Um, don't know why they thought they needed to redo, uh, going to the chapel. Um, true. But I, fucking everybody loved this cheesy shit in the seventies though. Yeah, and like they they were all about. It's like now people are so nostalgic about the '90s, even though the '90s kind of sucked. Yeah, um, people are obviously yeah wanting to hear this. Yeah, so I think people are really nostalgic for like shitty decades. Like there are those '50 diners. The '50s sucked. The no. '60s were way cooler. The '70s, the fashion was pretty cool. Everything else sucked about. A lot it, of though. stuff sucked in the '70s. Yeah, yeah. '80s were like fine. I don't know. Kind of went either way. Yeah. 90s sucked. But, like, why are people nostalgic for this shit? Like, I don't know. This is bad. But I can kind of see, like, in 1976 being like, okay. Yeah. But I hate it. Uh, I think it is bad. I think it's not a good album. Um, I could see somebody listening to it who hadn't really been in the Beach Boys before being like, oh, it's just like a normal album. Yeah. But I... But if you're like a Beach it. Boys fan waiting for them to release new music yeah. after, that, like, exactly. say That's you why were one of the Beach Boys one. fans who dug Holland, this yeah. is shit. You yeah. would be so disappointed. Exactly. That's yeah. why they went to one. This is for people who don't know the Beach Boys. Yeah. It's not for Beach Boys fans. This is for the people who thought the Beach Boys disbanded in 1967. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and That's like, exactly. Oh, they're back again. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they were still together. Um, but as somebody who has listened to every album up to this point, yeah. I did not care for it because I like all their weird stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, this record is a tough one. I mean, it's obviously not good as a whole, um, but the flashes of good stuff just make it really frustrating that like they had good songs, 
and they had some good ideas, I think. In and the a way flashes where of bad it's like, are incredibly bad. Yeah. But it's just it, like no one really it's weird because like the the reprise obviously did the whole Brian's back campaign that yeah. they didn't start. So it's like it's not on them to right. live up to that. But like they have to have known it's been three years since your last record. Like, what do you want to present? And like Denny did have that quote about like he was sad that this is what they presented because yeah. he didn't feel like that's what the Beach Boys were or could be. And it just feels like no one in the Beach Boys um, super had, cared. It feels like no one cared that much. And then also like no one felt like they had control enough to actually drive what they should yeah. be doing. It was a cash grab. So it just ended 100%. up being a whole weird compilation of like, here's like three songs from five members each. And then like, I think I would have given a record it that comes out more credit had they done a double LP, one of the yeah. standards and one of I kind of yeah I, I would be inclined to agree I mean obviously we don't know what other songs even, there would have been yeah, but even creatively like I like yeah. that idea more than so I like this it was not good yeah but to some degree like this doesn't change you know like an album rating but it does feel like it was just a necessary step for them um like not that their I mean, late 70s output is going to get them back again. into yeah. like some super great creative mode but it was just a really important step for them to actually, because yeah. to They're some like, degree, rem- remember us. And unless, like, oh yeah, to some degree, like there is a world where they basically become the '90s Beach Boys who only do oldies and tour off that yeah. in 1970. Like, because Mike and Al probably would have been happy just like let's just go in and do an album of covers and sell right. that, and then keep releasing compilation albums, and just like why would we write new yeah. music now? Kind I of mean, thing. Mike Love is straight up only in anything for the money at this point. Yeah. I think. And then Denny and Carl probably would have gone to solo careers, you yeah. know, and then like, so, I mean, which, whatever, could have been a fine timeline, but in terms of keeping the Beach Boys together and for better or worse, getting some more records out of the band as a band, right. this was really necessary just to like get them actually back together into the studio. So, yeah, um, we did, we have not talked about the album cover, which I really wanted to touch on, uh, which is mostly just that they all look like we remember them and then brian looks like fucking shit yeah (laughs) brian looks like he just got out of a pool like his hair is so slicked down um yeah and so he's also not wearing a shirt under i think he's literally just wearing wearing an open robe robe. he maybe was only wearing open robes in this period (laughs) it's like um he showed up with his hair not done at all and his mom brought out a comb and was like you need to present yourself exactly like it's it's parted in the worst way um Honestly, Al, not Al, Mike, uh, that looks like a painting of him. He yeah. looks a lot like I mean, it's a very mid-70s album cover. Oh, yeah. He kind of does in that. Yeah. Well, um, it, it is very 70s, and yeah. yeah, he does look like shit. He looks very happy, though. Yeah. Also, though, this is the day. De- I think this album is the debut of that The Beach Boys script font logo. I'm pretty oh. sure this is the first thing it shows up on. It might have shown up on one of the compilations. Huh. Let me look up Endless Yeah, because that is the classic Beach Boys font. Yeah. I mean, I always use Cooper Cooper Bold whenever I'm doing anything. Well, yeah, yeah. but that's their like official logo now at this point. So it's yeah. not on Endless Summer. Let's look up. Oh, remind me of something at the end of this. Okay. Um, um, so, PJ, what do you want to give this album out of 10 points? Here's the thing. <laughs> I could look past a lot of it. I could be like, okay, this is mediocre music, which, you know, mediocre is a five, right? But that Dixie Cups cover is the worst thing I think they've ever recorded. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Um, so it's a two. It's a two for me. Yeah. 
they didn't do anything that made up for that. Like, let's say there was a genius song like God Only Knows on this album. Yeah. That would kick it up to a three, maybe. Some, yeah. Something genius would kick it up to a three, but it's a two for me, dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Uh, I think I'm going four. Just, I don't know. Like, you, you liked a lot more of them than I did. Yeah, like, I mean, I will never listen to this whole record again, but I will for sure pull out, like, maybe five songs in a... Like, if we ever do a best of, there's at least five songs in here in consideration for, like, late 70s Beach Boys for me, I think. I truly do not think so, I'm going like, to I add... Like, I think I got to give it a four out of ten. I'm not going to add any song to this, to my Beach Boys playlist. Man, not even Susie Cincinnati? Adiphonia? Like, I'll think about it, but... Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, didn't like fair. it that much. I think... It's a tough one because, like, I want to say give it a couple more listens, but I totally get not wanting to revisit this record. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it ever again. Like, if I, yeah, if it wasn't for the show, I would have given this one listen and gone, there's nothing there, and then moved on. Yeah. Since it was for the show, I, you know, like, gave it a little more time and did find some stuff to like, but still, like, it's it's a very weak record. And yeah, it feels like 15 big ones. I'm surprised I don't see more 15 big ones in record stores. Cause it sold so well, but it's really yeah. terrible. It no, feels like it should be like when you go to beach boys, there's at least four copies of that yeah. in everything. I the see a lot in the eighties come yeah, record. I've seen, that's almost exclusively. But I don't think I've you, seen you have to pick around ones. to find the good ones. I have all the good ones. It's hard to find yeah. the good ones. I well, to, well, mostly I, just cause they're so old. Sixties records yeah. are hard to find these days for real. Yeah. When I went to Nashville, they have a lot of good record shops and we spent a whole day just oh. record shopping. Is like music a thing in Nashville or why would they have good record shops? I don't know. I, well, I think maybe yeah. records just keep better because it's cold up in Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 15 big ones. Brian's back, baby. Brian's back, baby. Brian's back. Um, yeah. All right. Well, well, you had a final thought before we go? Um, before we say au revoir? I do have a bit of a plug, Peter. Oh, uh-oh. You, Are I, we allowed to do plugs? We're allowed Takashi to, says, yeah. yeah. Takashi says we can cool, plug. Yeah. So and I he, guess go ahead, Peach. I'm afraid of him, so listen. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he's got eight guns with him. So we have merchandise. What uh, merch, as they call it for short? What? Yeah, yeah, baby. Um, so it is at. Uh, you have to go to. Let me get the link here. I should have done this before. I just want the link. Okay, so you have to go to. Um, Teespring.com. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, teespring.com. Okay, I've got it typed in. Okay. This is what all the people are doing at home, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would have to assume. Um, and then I don't know the exact link because for some reason mm. I can't see it. Um, okay. But uh, go to teespring.com, and then you can search uh, mm, okay. the BBB podcast, Triple B. Um, okay, search BBB. It would not let me put Beach Boys Boys in it because Beach Boys is copywritten. But oh, that makes sense. it's a whole different thing. No results found. Really? <laughs> uh, teespring.com yeah. slash stores slash the dash BBB dash podcast. Did you get that? It's here. Oh, my God. What do we got, Peter? Gorgeous. Well, it appears that there is. Uh, okay. We have. there. So there are four items. Four items. Yeah. Four items. Ooh, what does it say in the about? Ah, nice. Uh, the official merch for the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group. Uh, so we have four items. We have two die cut stickers, and this is for all the. What are this? What is the name of our fans, PJ? I've forgotten over the summer. 
Beach Boys, Boys, Boys. Yeah. Well, I just meant our individual fans. I thought you had names for the followers of oh, Pete and the followers uh, um, of PJ. Let's see. There's Terry. Um, what's your mom's name? Laurel? Yeah, okay. Laurel. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so there's a Pete sticker and a PJ sticker, which is our hoodie and like jacket hoodie things from our uh, yeah. our podcast art. And then two uh, 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 apparels. Yeah. A t-shirt and a uh, hooded sweatshirt. Uh, both that say beautiful Anaheim, California on them, the yeah. home of the Beach Boys Boys exactly. podcast, as you all we're, know. Because we're proud Anaheimians. In, in gorgeous, uh, is Cooper Black font? Uh, from Cooper, the Pet Cooper Sounds Bold, Cooper album. Black, something okay. like that, yeah. From the Pet Sounds album cover, so yeah. you can rep your love. Um, they're very affordable, if you ask me. Most We of, will make almost no money on it. Well, uh, no, I just mean PJ and I are both podcast listeners. That we're, is true. we're fans of the art form ourselves, even Absolutely. though we practice it. Yeah. Um and uh, both of us, I'm sure, follow many podcasts with official merchandise through much larger operations than ours that is yep. very expensive. Way more expensive than ours. Yeah. And for a hooded sweatshirt, you only have to spend $35 for a custom-made Anaheim, California hoodie. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's probably American Apparel, I got to assume. Uh, or it, does Teespring have their own brand? I don't know, but I know it is the like premium hoodie. So I think it is American Apparel. Yeah. It's got a kangaroo pocket. Yeah. It's got a regular fit. Yeah, it's made of uh, poly cotton. It looks gorgeous. You can get it in different colors. You can get it in a beautiful slate gray, a nice navy blue, or black. Black. Uh, and then there's also a nice T-shirt for only eighteen fifty. Which at that point, bump up to the hoodie, man. The hoodie's a yeah. great deal. Usually hoodies are way more than just usually yeah. hoodies are forty five fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So and then and Anaheim, you also have some. You also have some nice shirt. color yeah. choices yeah. for Anaheim. So this is great, PJ. Uh, yeah. Did you set this up over the summer? I did. Great job, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I know our listeners appreciate it, and we'll be watching the two cents per item yeah. trickle in. I think on the stickers we are making something like two cents. Okay. But um, everything else we make about $2 on, I think. So don't feel like you're supporting us by buying this. No. Just buy it. Just uh, buy it because you like it. Yeah, exactly. And that's nice. I think uh, And overall, we'll work on maybe yeah. getting you know other designs up or something. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. See how it goes. So- is is that it? Are we ready to say goodbye? I reckon we're ready to say goodbye, Pete. All right. Well, this has been the Beach Boys Boys talking 15 big ones. And now PJ and I are off to go to a chapel to uh I think we might I think we might tie the knot, PJ. We might. After all this time, we've yeah. been talking about it. God, I love this song. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll catch you on the flip side of that beautiful wave here. <laughs> 